Welcome to The Breadwinners, the podcast about the never-ending hustle and its impact on all aspects of our lives. From our financial life, to our relationships, to our kids, to our health, we're interested in what it takes to keep everything going. This podcast is about women, working, money, and family. And in every episode, we will consider the research and share our takes on what we're learning every day about breadwinning. And we'll ask you to share your breadwinning story. Each week, I'm joined by Jennifer Owens. She writes about working, wellness, and women, and founded the Working Mother Research Institute. And I'm joined by Raquel Ellison. She is an executive coach and management consultant who works with companies big and small to design workplace policies that work for all employees. Well, (laughs) yes. So this month, we're deep into our reruns. Mm. So we're revisiting our most popular topics from the early days of the pandemic, see what's happened. And so today we're returning to the topic of bringing our full selves to work now on Zoom. And so the last time we talked about this, it was a lot about our home life. Mm. And, you know, I think you always think about the guy from the BBC with his his little children running in the background. Oh, yeah. and I was like, do we always think about the guy from the BBC? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes we yes. do. Yeah, yes. we do. Uh, <laughs> they made an ad campaign making fun of that. Oh, that no, 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 uh, I know. I thought we were just generally <laughs> thinking about BBC guys. I've been watching a lot of BBC like programming or British programming. I don't know where it comes from. I don't know. It seems to be our pandemic way. So (laughs) anywho, and so here we are. I'm bringing my full life to you, man. There you go. Because it's not just about covering the fact that I have kids, but that now I I have a political life. Mm -hmm. I have an activist life. Mm -hmm. I have a volunteering life, a relationship and family life. And I don't know. I mean, I've always been fairly open as people know. But especially at the beginning of the pandemic, I think we were almost like a shock to the system that kind of we all had to say, hey, this is my bedroom. Yeah, this is where I record now. And I think now it's not even a thing. Who cares? Yep, you're in your bedroom too. All right, move on. You don't even. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think there's a certain degree of kind of personal and professional bleeding into each other or, you know, we talk about work-life integrators or, you know, just how do we compartmentalize work and life or not? I think it's just gotten to the point where our new normal is that that is normal, right? To have the kid coming through, you know, it's funny. I was, I was on a call this week with somebody and one of my kids was looking for like a charger or something. I don't remember what it was. Of course, something incredibly important. (laughs) With like a long t-shirt, but like not pants. Mm-hmm. But she was like, so she ducks down and like goes to get the charger. Oh my God, yeah. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to embarrass her. But but the point is like, we all do this in this new reality, I guess. And And so I'm like talking with this person and I'm just kind of pretending like, I'm not pretending not to see it, but I just kind of was like, I don't have the energy to register this right now. Yeah. And so the person was like, so I see you have kids. Like just in like a couple minutes later. (laughs) And I was like, yep. Anyway, what are we talking about? I do. But that whole experience of like just having a kid walk into the shot and not registering it even in that moment. Right. So like, yeah, or like a cat or whatever. It's just like, no, 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 no. I get it. You're living at home and people are coming in and out. Like it's no big deal. Yeah. Which, you know, honestly, if you were in an office and so many of these offices were open plan, people were always walking by, right? You know, people that that was always happening. It's just my coworkers now don't wear pants because mine don't either. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We've all given up pants. Is that a thing? We were a little slow on that in the Carroll Gardens co-working space I'm now in. But uh, (laughs) Well, I think there was actually 
I was on a work call and, and somebody was facilitating and came right out with it that she was not, in fact, wearing pants. <laughs> I was like, this is okay. too much information. Thank yeah. Well, and so have the have the limits for bringing yourself to work. Like I almost think of it like when the times are good in the economy and people push into new neighborhoods, you know, and gentrify mm -hmm. and then the economy shrinks and they sell and a hipster neighborhood shrinks with it. Like did our moment of talking about no pants and cats in front of the, the Zoom call, which is my life, go out and then it's going to shrink back or you always make some progress in that, I guess. Parts of the neighborhood always still live that we're always, I guess well, my whole point is that I just hope that we don't have to pretend that we don't have kids because that was a thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was, okay. I was going way around the block to get there. <laughs> it's like, hey, no, I mean, I go around the block all the time. We're going on the block. People. But no, See, I, it's the only exercise we're getting I, these days. Nice. <laughs> Boom. Nice. <laughs> um, I mean, it's not going to stay this way forever. And so I think what's kind of, what we're trying to figure out is like, what is the lasting impression is going to have on our experience of work overall and you know not how will the workplace change but how will we change with regards to our workplace do you know like is that a yeah. distinction that makes yeah. sense yeah i feel like you know i think that i think Man, i lived through a freaking pandemic and survived yeah. yeah uh i don't really you know i am leaving to go to the publishing party in my child's kindergarten class yeah. you know like yeah. and like could we kind of have that mindset maybe Instead of saying, oh, I've got a doctor's appointment, i got to go. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think we can. I mean, I think that it's interesting to see how different people kind of, and again, I, I don't know this formally. I'm not checking anyone's kind of, I'm not saying that I have oversight in people's hours or anything, but like, I think there are people who are like, I, I'm going to just work late, you know, right. and I'll just take a couple hours here to go to a doctor's appointment or to watch my kid play by themselves outside with a mask. <laughs> I, yeah. but, but, I would love that. <laughs> yeah. But I think, you know, but I, I think that, um, that there's just different senses of like, well, how formally do I need to structure my time in terms of the traditional work day versus, you know, right. how do I just get the work done? And I feel like that, you know, it's an important distinction. I mean, it's one that we've always talked about in terms of like results, not FaceTime. But I yeah. think that now, you know, we're definitely still seeing some differences, I think, in how people acknowledge that. But I think the taboo around like, well, I got to, you know, take my kid to a doctor's appointment or I need to do, I keep coming up with the doctor's appointment. I know. Well, that's like the only place I go. Yeah. I, I swear that's the only place we have gone is to the doctor's appointments. <laughs> this well, is our, you know, this is our vacation right now is yeah, doctor's, doctor's appointments. appointments. Bananas. I think, yeah. you know, one of the things I remember from like my early days and coaching people around this stuff. And I remember so many moms in particular telling me, or there was this whole sense of like, baby, what baby? I don't have a baby. Like, yeah, if, you know, right. like I'm not going to put the pictures on my desk. I'm not like, really. I think a lot of the, the very ambitious folks that I was talking to, like yep. they really, they felt in their industry or for whatever reason that yep. making themselves like outing themselves as parents was really in some ways just put them at a disadvantage. And I think I've seen that. I've definitely still seen that with some people, but I think that 
one of the things, one of the strategies that they had was to like leave an extra jacket at work oh, to like yes. to like make it look like they were still there when they had to pick up the kid and they would get on later. Like, but it would like this like full on like <laughs> rude show. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, and you know, I'm not faulting anyone. No, for no, that. not at all. It's <laughs> just. But it, it was necessary, I think, on yeah. some level, right? And I definitely had clients who would leave and without the extra coat and people would be like, well, you're leaving early. Like it be 6.30. Well, you're leaving early yep. today for them to like get on an hour train back to Westchester yeah. or whatever. And like they would get so much flack for that. I, I think I'm hoping that those days are gone. I mean, I think it's or at least they're different now. I don't know. I totally just do. For sure, there are some zoom calls or the like that i i get set up for you know like <laughs> wash my hair yeah I've, I've been known to put a little mascara on sure. i'm gone crazy sure. but i would say the majority if i already know you you know and it's not some sort of pitch or or the like you are very apt to get my ponytail from pilates class <laughs> uh and i wear makeup it's so rare like it's a weird thing when i put some mascara on and that is my go-to makeup just hey tip to the gals because i am so pale that i look like a blowfish without it so but i don't mind looking like a blowfish nowadays because it's just this is how i'm doing calls yeah it's interesting i have noticed i thought it like (laughs) <laughs> not about that you. I look like a no, 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 no. But I mean, like, <laughs> I'm seeing like people come. Like one day they'll have full makeup and like yeah. a whole outfit and like a manicure, and then the next day they will still have the manicure, but they'll be like, yeah, in like exercise clothes. And it just it totally varies. And I, I'm not even seeing. And who cares? Yeah, right. I you mean, know? I think. I think the one thing I am seeing, like, I mean, I'll speak personally, like I'm sitting, it's 90 degrees out. I have like the world's frizziest hair. Like I have like worked on because like I, that was the one piece I couldn't deal with that. I feel like, you know, if I had been in my office, I guess, I don't know when it would have not been this frizzy, but like, I don't spend money on like summer clothes. (laughs) Like I'm just like, my hair needs to be more professional because it, is so infuriating. And I'm looking at myself. To you, yeah, right? I, that's yeah. part of your mental health. That's yeah. also self-care mentally. That's why I put the mascara on once in a while sure. because it, it makes me feel better, you yeah. know? Yeah, you got to do it. But it's definitely less. All my little, I have an entire closet full of little, you know, professional summer dresses that I have not touched. And oh, it, that's yeah. kind of depressing. <laughs> It's I know, depressing. but you know what? I'm like, awesome. I don't need to, like, I think I bought like a sundress or something, but like, I don't yeah. need to deal with it. And like, it's so crazy. Like this summer, I mean, to talk oh about, God. you know, I definitely could talk about hair and clothes, but like, I know it's been the most insane <laughs> summer for our yeah. lives, but still of all time. But I think, um, well, can we talk about the, what is the, the etiquette for suggesting a phone call and not a zoom call nowadays? Right. So I think I don't know what the etiquette is. I think as somebody who helps people kind of develop relationships in the workplace, become more effective teams. Like I think that, you know, I've definitely had people I think I was saying this before we got on the call. Someone, you know, wrote to me and said, like, we'd already met via Zoom. We'd already had a bunch of email exchanges. Maybe we had a second call on Zoom. And then she was like, can I just 
call you at this time. And I was like, awesome. Let's just like, it's It's such a gift. It's a gift. But I think when you're having a conversation, you know, we've had a lot of big group conversations on diversity, inclusion, belonging, and equity. And you do not turn your camera off for that conversation. Like there's just certain conversations where you need to bring your whole self to work or to the conversation so that people fully understand, at least as best they can from reading, you know, the limited visual cues that we could have, that people see your reaction. Right. That that things are landing, that you are listening, you are participating. Yeah. You're showing people like the minimum respect of just like, I am here to hear this. Right. And I think I, I've definitely felt, and this is one of the things that I talked about as norms pretty early on in this pandemic is just, you know, this whole idea that I think we were much more comfortable with before of like, you're on a zoom call and you may or may not, you know, if you're with a bigger group, you may or may not put your video on. Right. Like, so. Right. right. And then, and you didn't feel, I don't feel like uh, at least no group Zoom kind of calls that I was on pre-pandemic, would anyone set the ground rules to say everyone needs to have their camera? This is an on-camera thing. And you just kind of quietly think, why does that guy not have his camera on? But now I was on one last night as part of this volunteer group that I'm very happy to be part of the, the leadership committee for. And it's funny that now there were two people who didn't have their video on and they had to explain why. Right now it's, yeah. And it was appreciated because it's like, well, why do you guys get a pass? Because I, I, it was really, it was a seven o'clock call, which for old lady me was really late. (laughs) I was was yawning on camera and not uh, just physically tired, Yeah, but I wouldn't turn it. You know, it's like, there's my full self. Do I show you how tired I am? Because I'm really, I really want to hear this discussion. I want to participate, but I'm also going to yawn. Yeah. Which I would never have done totally. ever before, which is still rude. I don't no, know. No, I mean, look, I think I don't think it's considered as rude anymore. I mean, obviously, if you were just like, oh, I'm sorry, I just fell asleep while you were talking. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That would be something <laughs> else. But I also think like interesting things are happening in terms of like, I was just on a call last week and I was finding this to be true. And so when this person said it, I was like, yes, what's happening? Like, when I was in an office setting, like, or when I was, you know, when I was meeting anybody in person, like you would get there with a few minutes to spare if you were late, like, I don't know, but the sense of time in getting there for a meeting was different. Now people will be like, somebody said on this call, I don't understand why, like, I wait until like, 10 seconds before like somehow it feels like I'm oh, running out of time yes, like five minutes right? before the meeting or like three minutes before I'm just like I can't bring myself to be like okay I gotta get ready and I you know obviously I don't think that's I do true it. for I do it oh no I definitely do it I don't do it for like calls where I really have to be on the ball for but, sure. like, but if I but yeah. it's not suggesting that I don't have to be on the, on the ball for all my calls but I feel like if you you know if like you're in my case, if I'm facilitating or coaching or, you know, versus like being in an update kind of scenario, yep. I think it's it's very different. And I have to set up the call room for mine. Uh, like, cause oh, we, right. Yeah. You know, like we do, I do it in the bedroom and that's where Brett does it too. And so you have to bring the chair 
to bring the laptop. Yeah. I use this external mouse. This is way too much information, but you know, I have to bring all these pieces to it. And sometimes it's like, Ooh, it's, you know, three minutes to the call. Well, I better go set up my office. <laughs> like, and then right on it. There's also the etiquette of uh, there's a few times where I've signed on like two minutes before. Cause I kind of, I, I don't want to be early either. Yeah. And, and I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Just. I don't, what is the etiquette for all of this? I don't know. No, I feel like, you know, it'll be interesting. I don't know, you know, if that's coming out. It's interesting. I, I also had another conversation. Apparently, I have all these relevant conversations this year. <laughs> but one of the things I helped put together was like, like some content around how to curb burnout and promote engagement right now. And there was a request to do that again, kind of. And Mm -hmm. I was like, didn't we already do that? And then the request was, yes, but now it's different. Like people are burning out differently and they're engaging differently. And so I think, you know, I think that etiquette is going to be important, but I guess the reason why I'm going there with this is that you know, I think etiquette is where we started, right? Like etiquette, like this is how you do X remotely. This is how you do team building remotely. Like, and I think we're like, okay, yeah. we get it. But now how do we not completely crash and burn? And I think, yes. I think that's a great question that I don't think we have a lot of answers to. I think because it's just, it's totally unprecedented. I think the whole idea of how do you work remotely is something that we actually had a pretty good amount of data about given you know, the people who we've been yeah. mingling with for the past, you know, two decades who who have done their research about what remote work should look like, but right. not what remote should look like six months of a pandemic where no one can go out. Like it's with just, no end in sight. That That's the difference for me if, yeah. if, with if getting into the whole idea of the burnout. Yeah, I really felt it this week. Yeah, I, it's it's been very true. And uh, you know, I I'm like I get it done. I power through. And uh, you'll notice me doing all these episodes on uh, mindfulness and burnout <laughs> because this is what I'm thinking about a lot because I feel it. And part of it is etiquette. You know, am I doing it the right way? Yeah. Part of it is the hustle, the going through. But I do think it's time to think burnout again. I could totally see it. And part of it is also the looming school year coming. Yeah. And for some, it's already here. You know, in New York, it starts after Labor Day. So I know like the Ohio folks all start in August and all the like, how it's so uncertain and so massive that that combined, we're back to it again. Like we survived. We have to do it again. That is part of the whole self at work too. Yeah. yeah, it just all this stuff and the fears that we have about COVID because, you know, it's yes, the numbers are down in, in the Northeast. They're spiking. So I feel for you, people in other states that are going through what we went through. Yeah. It's, it's terrifying. And so now all of this is like, if you're going to bring your whole self to work, it might be that you're scared and you're a little burned out. Oh, yeah. And that's real. I don't know if you were doing it before in other states, but in New York, especially when it was first all locking down and everything, at first 15, 20 minutes of every call was a check-in, basically. Yeah. Whether you knew somebody or they were brand new. And so uh, that's it, it was helpful. Let's yeah. all just talk about it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, you know, I think that I'm still seeing that check yeah. in sometimes, right? Like, I think there's an openness to being like, okay, where are you in at this moment? Yeah. I think that, I think that's a really, that's a really natural, like, 
if I say, you know what? Hey, I'm just having a day that's really, really, you know, it's just Rough. getting to me. And yeah. I got to say it out loud, you know, as long again, depending on if it's with a teammate or a colleague, you know, with whom I don't, it depends, honestly, yeah. on the colleague. But right, of course, you know, I have to say, though, I think it'll be interesting to kind of see like a second wave of, you know, stuff like team building and like, how do we connect with each other intentionally? That's still, according to research, that's still incredibly important is how Mm -hmm. do you maintain the relationships with people you work with closely? How do you maintain like weak ties is what they call it with people who, um, there's an article, uh, the real, the new reality of work from home that was, uh, this month in Harvard business review talking about some of what lends itself to our creativity is, is, and our innovation at work is to kind of like have these less, you know, le- like just passing conversations with people, right? Like that we yeah. just wouldn't have. Um, so I think, you know, and I recently was part of like a team building kind of game playing activity. And it was so, <laughs> it was like, I, it felt different than in the beginning when we were, it just, it felt like a little bit more of a, like we were sort of making ourselves do it. And this one, we've had some really, very vulnerable conversations about diversity, inclusion, belonging, yeah. equity, and race in that particular group. We've we've had, you know, some conversations that needed to be had. And so when we played like this random game together last week where we all ended up getting competitive about like who had the most synonyms for like whatever. And yeah. I, I think it was just, it just was kind of like, it was an exhale as opposed to yeah. like, okay, I need to put in this time in order to build this connection with you because this is what, you know, is supposed to happen. It was kind of like, let's it, just it. an hour. This yeah. is what we're doing. Yeah. There's six of us gathered. We're going to, sh- you know, like the, the onus has to happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've been talking this week with, we had a reunion call for the working mother alumni and to see some of their faces. You, uh-huh. you saying that makes me think of, you know, going into somebody's office, shut the door and just, you know, telling stories like goofy stories, gossip, what we think is happening, forecasting, you know, like, and then actual work stuff. Like, man, those were some of my favorite people. For yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's always great when you can have that. I mean, I think, yeah, I think it's definitely been interesting how, you know, how the less formal interactions we were talking about, bringing it full circle to our, like, our personal lives. And I I think we could do a whole other episode about our activist lives, our political lives, like how this plays in. But just how I've seen, like, my, my group of girlfriends, this one group of friends that we, you know, we started the pandemic, we were supposed to have a get together like March 20th and it obviously didn't happen. And so we were just like talking and we just caught up on the, you know, on zoom and we just talked for a while. And then we ended up doing like house party. We played that app and like that we mentioned in a previous episode. And then that was good. Then we got bored. And then like, (laughs) and then like it started being like a birthday every month, there'd be somebody's birthday. So like we started to make more and more elaborate zoom content like just more and more creative and ridiculous yeah we had like an award show for my friend who was oh missing God. an award show <laughs> it was like, nice you know and i feel like we're just all like whatever let's just do this like it, there are no rules like we're making this up now and we're just kind of like having fun with everything as best we can given that the world is upside down i think that you know it'll be interesting to see what that means for us and our work, what that means for us and our relationships yeah. going forward. I, I think we all don't know. 
I think we don't. I think we give ourselves a pass to not know and just keep figuring it out. Well, thank you for joining us today as we figure it out on the breadwinners. (laughs) (laughs) You'll find the links to what we discussed today in the episode description, wherever you listen to podcasts, visit us anytime at the breadwinnerspodcast.com to ask a question, offer some feedback, share your story. How are you making it work? We'd love to know. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast and to rate and review it. Let us know what you think about the breadwinners. Help us tell the stories that mean the most to you. And until next week, keep hustling. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.